You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you stories that remind us who God is and who we are in Him. The Collected Podcast is a production of Collected Ministries, a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping disciples of Jesus discover and live from their true identity in Christ, recognize and walk in their divine purpose within the kingdom of God, and experience growth in their capacity for mature, healthy relationships. Follow Collected on social media at Collected Ministries, and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and additional content related to today's episode. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 21 of The Collected Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Biondo, and this week I am so excited to bring you my friend Katrina Womack. She is an author of a new devotional called Blossoming into Righteousness, Devotions to Grow Godly Habits in Business, Work, and Life. And not only that, um, but she's also a teacher at Pine Lake with me. So I know her in real life too, and I'm very excited to just dive in and hear more about her story today. Uh, So Katrina, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. And before we get into talking about your devotional, I was wondering if um, you could share with our listeners a little bit about who you are, how you came to know the Lord, and kind of how you ended up where you are today. Sure. So um, first, I just want to say that um, I came to know God at a really early age. Um, I think I was about three or four years old. I remember um, going to church with my grandmother and sitting on her lap. And I knew right then and there that that was somewhere that I always wanted to be. At that early age, I felt the presence of God. And from age three to 18, I did. I stayed at that church. (laughs) I grew up there. I was there almost literally every day. Um, And so that's how I kind of you know, grew my walk with God just from that moment at three or four years old. Mm, That's amazing. So you had that strong foundation. As you continue to grow with the Lord, um, how did you kind of discover your purpose? And, And what would you say your purpose is? Yeah, so I feel like my purpose, number one, is to share the message of God. And so originally I had no idea um, that that was going to be my purpose. I didn't really know that that's what all of our purposes are as uh, followers of Christ, right? To share his message, to share his love um, through whatever type of jobs that we do. But I didn't know that the work that I was going to do was going to be so closely related to, you know, sharing his message on a daily basis. And so originally I thought that I was going to be a film and media arts major. Oh, wow. I went to college for, yeah. (laughs) And so um, when I was a teenager, I was really drawn to film and it wasn't so much the plot of the story. It was more so um, what music they decided to play and the angle of the camera. And I, I sort of had like this natural knack of knowing what was going to happen next in the story. Right. And so I wanted to direct films. And I thought in my mind, I said, you know, I want to honor God. So when I become a film director, I want my movies to kind of circle back to God in some kind of way. Well, that didn't quite work out. That uh, that didn't really happen. So the next natural thing for me was um, teaching. I love reading and I love writing. And so when that didn't work out for me for different reasons, I just said, um, you know, maybe I'll become a teacher. <laughs> I believe that I can... Um, 
that I can share my love for reading and writing with students. And at that time, I didn't know that being a teacher was kind of like preparing me for what um, I believe that God has in store for me in the future. So as a teacher, you're preparing lessons or messages every day, right? Yes. <laughs> and you're standing up in front of an audience and you're getting the opportunity to speak and, you know, to shake out those fears each and every day. And so I really feel like my journey as a teacher is going to allow me to um, kind of one day be, you know, stand in front of a bigger audience and share the message of God. And so it was just funny how I felt like God, um, you know, brought me here without me even knowing. And, and I know that he has even more for me. Mm, I love that. And I love how it's an example of how God takes us to unexpected places and then uses where he has us to continue to prepare us for what's next. Like exactly. that idea that nothing is wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you made the transition from thinking about doing film to then teaching, um, I mean, was there any like kind of disappointment in that you had to wrestle with or what was that process like? Yeah, so it wasn't so much disappointment in that because I kind of, I always felt in my heart that God would bring me full circle, that Mm -hmm. some way, somehow I would end up, you know, maybe through something that I would write one day, that maybe I would be able to make it into a film or something. So I I really so much wasn't disappointed in that. Um, But I guess the unexpectedness came when I became a teacher um, because in my mind, when you get that piece of paper and that degree, in my mind, it was going to bring um, sort of this type of success that I thought about when I was younger. So when I was younger, success meant having lots of money (laughs) and, you know, just everything pretty much being perfect, but that's not real life. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I was like, wow, God, I, you know, I, I expected so much more. And so he kind of reminded me of like two years earlier, not two years earlier, two years before I actually finished my bachelor's degree, I was sitting on my bed and I was trying to uh, figure out how I can take as many classes as possible so that I can quickly finish. And um, the, I just heard this still quiet voice say, your degree is not going to get you where I'm taking you. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, wow. what are you talking about? Because I've been told my whole life that my degree is what's going to, you know, make my life better. It's going to, you know, bring me success. And so I was like, I really don't know what you're talking about, Lord. And so I continued on that path to get my degree, to become a teacher. And like I said, everything that I expected didn't quite happen yet. Um, And so I'm like, God, what is this? And um, he kind of reminded me of that, you know, Mm. this is is not your last stop. I have more for you. Um, And so I hold on to like that promise of God that there is something more that he has for me. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I feel like, like that gave me chills because I think that is, (laughs) For someone out there today, too, they need that reminder that their story's not over yet. Mm-hmm. Their dreams that they had in the past aren't dead. Maybe right. they're on hold. Mm-hmm. And and this season you're in that may look different than you thought, than you expected, is not being wasted. I think exactly. somebody needed to hear that. So thank you for just sharing that and being so honest about it. Yeah. 
Um, so as you continue to give God your yes, even though it looks different than you expected, mm-hmm. um, what are some ways that God has continued to show up for you? And so many different ways. You know, one thing that I had to learn along the way is that things aren't going to happen in my timing, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was really hard for me to grasp for so long because, you know, if you're, you know, like I said before, if you're, you're told that if you do this, this, and this, these things will happen. But when it doesn't always shake out that way, there's disappointment. And so along the way, I've kind of learned as I gave God my yes, is that I need to trust him and just kind of take my time and allow him to lead me um, wherever it is that he, wherever it is that he's taking me. Yeah, that, that is good. And it's hard to do. It's so hard to do. (laughs) It's so hard. And, you know, as you, you know, dig into the Bible and read these stories of promises God made to people like Abraham and Sarah, that they would have a son and be this great nation. Well, then, you know, you don't realize like, oh, but then they had to wait 20 years for it to actually happen. (laughs) Um, So I feel like waiting is such a part of God's plan for us. And But again, there's purpose in it, Mm -hmm. which just brings a lot of hope. Um, So through all of this, what are some things you have learned about the character of God? Yeah. um, So it kind of goes back to what I was saying before. God is so faithful. Um, He keeps his promises, right? And so no long, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Like you said, it might take 10, 20, 30 years for what you feel like God told you um, that he had for you to actually come to pass. And, um, but through it all, he shows you how faithful he is and that he doesn't lie. And he rarely changes his mind, no matter what Mm -hmm. um, we might do that might not be right you know he still has a perfect plan in mind for us Mm, that is beautiful and such a good (laughs) encouragement Mm -hmm. um so let's kind of transition to your book now okay Um, I have a copy of your devotional and I've been digging into this summer into Mm -hmm. it this summer and I just love it Um, and we'll put a link to it in the show notes for anybody listening Um, but how did this book come to be and what is the heart behind um, the message here yeah I'll talk about the heart behind the message and it's it's pretty much in the title which is blossoming into righteousness. And so uh, throughout the Bible, there's a lot of um, plant and flower imagery. And so um, whatever is usually rooted in a good thing grows and blossoms and flourishes, right? And so if we're rooted in God, we are going to flourish and blossom and Um, produce good fruit in our lives, right? And so that's where that blossoming into righteousness comes in at. It's a never ending process. You know, it's like God is pruning us to be more and more like him each day. Um, And so in the book, there's also these pruning questions. So at the end of every devotional, there's questions that kind of help you in six key areas of your life. And those questions are called pruning questions because Pruning is when you pull out those dead things, when you're, you know, pull out the the dead pieces of a plant or a bush or whatever, um, 
it it produces or it promotes growth, right? And so when you can pull out those things within you that may not be good or things that you need to improve upon, um, you're going to become more and more like what God has called you to be, which mm. is more like him. So yeah. that's the part of um, the, the devotion. <laughs> and what was the other part of the question? Well, I the guess just how did you decide to yeah. write a devotional in the first place? Yes. So, um, so one thing I didn't mention is that throughout my, um, the reason throughout my journey, things were very difficult. Like things in life were very difficult, especially with me being a really young mom. So I was a teenage mom, right? Oh, and yeah. So, yeah, I was a teenage mom. And so when all my other friends went to college, here I was with this little baby and I had to figure out how I was going to, how I was going to make it pretty much, how I was going to fix sort of this mess that I put myself through. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where the challenges came in as I was talking about before with um, not being able to continue with the being a film and media arts major. It was just so many things that was asked of me that I just couldn't do. You know, anymore, like the 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 challenges of the task and things with being a mom and going to school full time and working part time. And so I had to let that go. And so I had to think of the next best thing that I felt that God had for me. And so during that period of time with me trying to work my way through school and it, and it started to take more time than I imagined, it actually took me not four years, but it took me a span of 12 or 13 years wow. to actually get that piece of paper. Yeah. So through that time, you know, there were a lot of struggles and difficulty. And I kind of turned back to God, I guess you can say, and started reading his word. And he was downloading so much information to me. And then one day I just started journaling about what the Holy Spirit was downloading. And it was helping me every day. It was like every night I would get in the bed, I would grab my Bible and he would like help me through whatever I was going through, like give me, um, principles and stories in the Bible. And that's what's in that devotional. So I, I started writing it in a blog. And so I started my own blog back in 2011. And I started writing those devotions um, in the, on the blog. But wow. when I decided to stop with that, um, I said, I can't let what I've written die with the blog. I need to turn this into a book. And it took another five years. I had to look at everything I wrote and try to figure out how I can categorize it. And I had to write a little more. And so that's 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 how the book came about. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, yeah. this book is really your daily walk with the Lord as he brought you through your own process of growth. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. That is powerful. And what, you know, you're talking about being pruned and producing fruit, like, what beautiful fruit this is mm -hmm. of your own life. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, I just love that. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a part of my testimony. So if I don't share it, I don't think God would be pleased. Yeah. Because through our testimonies, it's going to bless and help someone else. Yes, it will. And um. So another question came to mind kind of as you were sharing. So, I mean, through that, we, we've talked about unmet expectations or having to kind of shift the plan when unexpected things happen in life. Mm -hmm. But I guess through that, 
you know, the devil will come in with lies too of, you know, shame or guilt or you're not worthy or all these things. And I was just wondering if you had any word today for someone who's fighting those lies, like something happened in their life and they're dealing with the consequences now. It's not what they expected. And they're just getting lies from the devil just constantly. Um, I felt like that was the next question I was supposed to ask. It wasn't in my list we discussed, but do you have something for that person? I do. It's you have to cling to God. That's the, that was my saving grace, Mm. clinging to the word of God and praying and just having this determination within myself. I was always very driven and determined. And I think that's what really helped me. Even when I would hear the lies, I just had to kind of rebuke it. Like, that's not true. Like, I know what God has for me and I know that it's something good. So you have to remind yourself and encourage yourself. If you don't have anyone else to encourage you, you have to encourage yourself. Pick yourself up (laughs) and, you know, remind yourself. Um, Even sticky notes, I learned a long time ago to put scripture on sticky notes. I would put it on my wall. I would even put encouragement on my wall. Um, a vision board. (laughs) I've always had a vision board um, just to remind me of what it is that I know that God has for me. Like the things I felt in my spirit that he said was for me. And I just constantly reminded myself of those things. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. And, you know, with those, when we get a, a word from the Lord or we hear something that really connects with our spirit, but then time passes and we don't necessarily see it come to fruition yet. It's so easy for us to forget. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I journal quite a bit too. And it's so helpful for me to even read back things I had written in the past to remind mm-hmm. myself of like mm-hmm. who I am, what God's promises are, who he says I am, you know, all those things. Yeah. Um, that's good. Are there any specific verses? that have really stuck out as encouragement to you in those hard times? Yeah, um, I believe it's Joshua 1, 9. Um, and I can't remember the exact words, but basically, <laughs> yeah, okay. that, you know, do not fear. I will be with you wherever you go. Mm. And so I kind of um, clung to that scripture because I had moments in my life where I moved. I'm originally from Philadelphia. Pennsylvania, okay. And so um, I moved to North Carolina at one point in time and I was here for a few years and things didn't quite work out. So then I had to go back up north. But I had in my mind, like I said, I've always been driven that I was going to get back down here. (laughs) And, you know, six years later, I made it happen. And so um, I forgot what I was saying. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Joshua one night. So, you know, a lot of times the enemy or even people would try to say, you know, you're going to come back home or you're, you know, things aren't going to work out for you there or something like that. And I would just cling to that scripture, you know, like God is going to be with me wherever I go mm-hmm. and I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. Um, so you've, you've made it back to North Carolina, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm thankful because now I know you. Yeah. Um, so what are some things now, you know, the, the book is out, mm-hmm. um, you know, you've, you've come so far and God's taking you so far in this journey. What are some things that the Holy Spirit's continuing to transform in you? 
Yeah, I think it's the the slowing down for me. Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm driven. And so, you know, it's like one goal at the, the other. And so sometimes God has to, or the Holy Spirit kind of tries to slow me down and, you know, take your time, you know, follow my lead, just savor the day. Don't worry about next week, next year, just relax. (laughs) And so that's something that I'm learning to do. And I I think I'm just beginning to ease into that um, because I'm always trying to move into the next, the next thing, you know, go after the next best, biggest thing. (laughs) Yes. So just, just slowing down and just being thankful and grateful for where he has me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And such a good reminder for all yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, you mentioned earlier about, you know, the pruning process in your book and kind of being rooted in your identity. Um so what are some things or some ways that you tend to your heart, mind, body, and spirit in order to continue to remain rooted? Yeah. So one of the things is um, not holding on to unforgiveness. And so God has given me, <laughs> he's given me a gift of forgiveness. And I didn't know how difficult it is for so many people to forgive others because it's so easy for me. Like someone can do something to me and the next day (laughs) I'm okay. I let it go. And, you know, a lot after a while, I'm like, God, why did you give this to me? Why did you give me this gift? Because at one point in my life, I forgave so easily that in a way I allow people to continue to do things to me that wasn't right right yes yeah I had to learn how to forgive because you know they have this saying forgive and forget but I learned how to forgive but not forget Mm. you know in the sense of not allowing that to happen to me again yeah you know setting those boundaries and things like that yeah I am sorry (laughs) oh no you're good I heard once that forgiveness doesn't mean you trust again. Yeah. You know, you can give forgiveness, but then trust needs to still be rebuilt and that can take time. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you set those healthy boundaries? If someone is hearing you and they're like, yes, I I am that person too, or I resonate with that. How do I set healthy boundaries? Yeah, you also have to know, and this is one thing that I've learned, you have to know, when to let go, Mm. when to let go um, of relationships, uh, when to let go of maybe a job, when to let go of places. You just have to know when that season is over. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so that's another thing that helped me is just recognizing quickly, because before it would take me a while, (laughs) recognizing quickly, okay, you have to completely let this go if you want to move forward and all that God has for you. You know, you want to, you want to operate fully as the person that he called you to be. And you can, if you have this, maybe this negative energy pulling you down or (laughs) saying something negative to you, uh, whatever it might be, you know? And so that's something that I've learned a really long time ago, (laughs) to Mm. just let go. 
Yeah. You make it sound very easy. <laughs> I know. And I think people get mad at me sometimes because they're like, how do you do that? And I'm like, it's really not me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it just goes back to what you said before about being rooted in the word and mm-hmm. you know, praying continually and going back to the Lord. And, you know, he'll give us the strength to make those tough decisions when we're seeking to obey him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it won't be easy and pruning can sometimes be painful. Yes. But it's good in the long mm-hmm. run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're actually almost running out of time. Um, okay. <laughs> these interviews always go way too fast. Maybe I just need to make my podcast like three hours long. Um, <laughs> but as we wrap up, um, I always like to end with a similar question of what did I miss? What is God laying on your heart maybe in for the season you're in or for a listener out there right now, just something that you feel God's stirring in you um, that you'd like to share. Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to something I said before, and I just want to enter, you know, kind of reiterate that Mm -hmm. is that God's timing is perfect timing and to not be discouraged when things don't really happen in the timeline that you planned it out because our God is sovereign. He knows. And so he He knows exactly what we need. He knows exactly what he has in mind for us. And so we have to follow him. Mm-hmm. We have to follow his lead. Yeah, that is good. That's the perfect way <laughs> to end. That is such sweet encouragement. Yeah. And I just, um, you know, want to encourage you listeners out there you know, (laughs) rewind and listen to that again if you need to. Just that reminder that there is a plan. Your story has value. Your story has worth. None of it is going to be wasted. Um, And if you're in a season of hardship right now, just lean into the Lord and take that time to rest. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't have to have all the answers yet. But God is God is going ahead of you. and, And none of this surprised Him. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Katrina, I just think of, you know, with your pregnancy, that was unexpected for you, it sounds like, but that didn't surprise yeah. God, you know, no, and no. and he he saw the full picture, exactly. which we don't always get to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we never really get to see until no. <laughs> until we're on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just thank you so much for sharing your story. And I really believe it was um, for someone out there who's listening today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So where can people find you um, to connect with you more? Sure. So people can find me um, at KatrinaCanWrite.com. And also you can find my book on Amazon. I self-published it, um, Blossoming into Righteousness. Perfect. And I'll put links to all of that in the show notes and on the blog. And um, thank you so much for chatting with us today. You're welcome. Bye. What a great conversation with Katrina. And, you know, she talked a lot about being rooted in the Lord. And, um, you know, as we discover more of who God is and who we are in Him, then that is where our roots are. That is where our identity is. And um, a few years back, I think it was 2018, maybe, um, my word for the year was rooted. And um, (laughs) I didn't really know all the implications that that would bring um, of just the ways that 
the devil tried to come in and kind of steal my identity. And, you know, we... I guess, you know, we can't blame him for everything. Obviously, there's consequences to to our actions, but I just felt like I was being so like pulled and swayed by culture and the things of the world and trying to please other people and just like easily shifting who I was to fit in or to be what I thought other people needed in any given situation. And um, you know, as I learned more about who the Lord is and who he created me to be, um, you know, that, that would be continually challenged. And I would have to take a stand of remaining rooted in who I knew I really was. And I just remember there was one particular time in the summer of 2019 where I just was feeling so insecure, just no confidence, um, felt very unworthy of love. It was just like, it was a rough, <laughs> it was like a rough couple of weeks where I was just really shaken. And I remember a moment where I was in my bathroom mirror. I just looked at myself in the mirror and started reminding myself of who God is. Like, God, you are the restorer. You see me. None of this surprised you. You um, you know, you knit me together. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So, you know, kind of starting with who God is and then who I am because of that. And I had to like look at myself in the mirror and say, you are new. You are not going back to who you were because God has restored you. What was broken is now whole and you are redeemed and restored because of the work of Jesus. And just like looking at myself in the mirror and saying that over and you know, it, for a while, it was like I had to daily remind myself that that is the truth because these lies we believe, they're hard to break through and it's not going to be a one, one and done kind of thing. You know, it takes that constant reminder, constantly connecting with the Lord and being in His Word and just speaking truth over ourselves. And then I think it's also so important to speak truth over those in our lives, those around us. Um, you know, so if you see someone who's struggling in that way, speak the truth of the Lord over them. We need to be reminding each other that, you know, you are worthy, you are beloved, you are creative and courageous and strong. Um, like we, we gotta be that for each other and just help uplift each other as well. Um, and then just claim those things for ourselves. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is making sense, but. I just loved talking to um, Katrina and it it reminded me of kind of that season that I walked through and you know it, it's not like it's beat forever I still have those moments of insecurity where I doubt my value or doubt that what I have to say has any worth or that I even have anything to say and so I constantly have to go back to remind myself just who I am in the Lord and be rooted in that and have my identity be in who God is and not in the shifting tides of the world and of my own emotions. Um, so I just hope you're having a great week out there. 
And I do hope that this encouraged you in some way and um, just pushed you to dive deeper into the love of Jesus um, because there's always deeper places to go with Him and always more areas of growth. So um, I just hope you have a great next couple of weeks. I pray for you every day and um, feel free to reach out anytime through Instagram or um, through our email, Instagram at Collected Ministries, or you can email me at jess at collectedministries.org. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you'd help spread the word. Check back here for new episodes dropping every other Thursday. You can follow along on social media at Collected Ministries. You can also find Jess at Jess Biondo. If you would like to support Collected by making a tax-deductible contribution, please visit collectedministries.org slash donate. Collected proudly supports and partners with Flourish Kenya, a nonprofit working to support and prevent unplanned adolescent pregnancy in rural Kenya. Learn more at flourishkenya.org. The Collected Podcast is produced by Jess Biondo and edited by Jacob Early. Music is by Asaf Elan.